Hi, everyone. This is Sarah, and welcome to another episode of Eventsity's podcast, Spark Moment. Today, we're here celebrating SEL Day, which is March 11th this year, 2022. And just like we talked about in the last episode, we went into some SEL topics more relating to introspection and metacognition. Today, for our Wellness Wednesday, we're going to be talking about SEL in the context of people, our relationships, and our interactions with one another. So I'm here with Shada, and today we're going to be diving into this topic. So the first thing that we're going to kind of look into is how we prioritize our relationships. Currently, do you think that you prioritize yours, Shada? Or if you don't, or even if you do, what do you think you could do better or different? I definitely think I have been prioritizing my relationships more lately. Um, And I keep going back to this, but I really think that the pandemic was a turning point for me, um, especially in terms of the relationship that I have with my family. I just, I grew closer to them and I value my relationships a lot more now because of it. And so I think that's really helped me with Um, Keeping close contact with friends, family, even if I don't get to see them every day, I guess just it's reminded me that I um, should just be intentional with all my relationships. And obviously there's always room for improvement um, and I could try to reach out more, especially when things do get busy um, Mm -hmm. during the school year and everything. sometimes I realize that I'm kind of like I just focus in on my work and I kind of forget to like connect with people sometimes Uh but yeah no those relationships are so key to just maintaining balance and everything what about you yeah I'm honestly the same way with my work I just finished off and I know you did as well like your midterm season or like Mm -hmm. your midterm period um and I know in the last few weeks as I've just been wrapping up a bunch of exams and projects um That's kind of when I started to back away from, you know, my close friends here in college and even uh, some friends back at home that I normally text so often. I just kind of stepped back from that. Uh, Interacting with my parents lessened a lot during that period. I've been doing a lot of catching up with my mom um, just today in particular, just because I hadn't been able to talk to her a lot lately. Um, But I tend to do that a lot when I guess stressful situations and time periods like that arise. Um, And I know I can definitely do a lot better in that area because I think with the stress of school, there's still a good balance with maintaining and talking with the people around you. And that's something that I want to continue to practice. But besides that, I think overall, I prioritize my relationships pretty well. I started to realize that, um, and and it's the same thing with uh, the onset of the pandemic, as bad as a lot of the outcomes of the pandemic are. I think a really good thing for me that came out of it was really solidifying my friendships, solidifying who I knew was going to be there for me and vice versa. Um, And also just kind of seeing who's actually reaching out to me. So I know how to prioritize those kind of people instead of just kind of keeping people around that um, I value, but it's not necessarily like a two-way street in that sense. Um, But yeah, that's kind of where I am with my relationships at the minute. I think I have a very, I, I have a very good hold of who I know will be by my side, which I think is really great. Um, and I, I've been trying to make sure that they're a priority instead of just consistently focusing on school and work and everything in between, even though it does get tough in those stressful times, that's mm-hmm. kind of the direction that I always try to go in. Yeah. Yeah. No, especially the thing that you mentioned about it being a two-way street and just 
narrowing down your circle, like, especially with the pandemic, it was so weird because like, obviously everyone was isolated and we couldn't actually see people face to face. But like you said, I think it really solidified those close friendships that Mm -hmm. I know like people are going to check up on me and then I'll also do the same with them. So yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And just in terms of balance, like we were talking about, how do you find balance between seeking out new relationships and also focusing on deepening the current ones that you have? Like, is that something that you find yourself actively thinking about? Or do you think it just happens naturally? I think, okay, getting into college, and this can be applicable for some people. And even if it's just moving to different schools, if you're in high school, or just being a part of a new program or a different club or a different situation, I think there's always a fear for me that as I meet new people, my friendships that I had prior are going to start to take like the backseat or I'm yeah. going to start to forget about them or they'll forget about me. Um, and that's always been something that I've actively tried to avoid because regardless of who I meet, because I really like interacting and um, meeting new people every single day. But I know a lot of the times that uh, doing that can make me worried about the people that I currently have in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I think it's still it's still very important to get out there if you can and feel comfortable um, and interact with new people and get new life perspectives and experiences mm-hmm. and develop new relationships. Um, but I think the biggest thing that I've learned with doing that is as you do that, you shouldn't be too worried about losing the people that you currently have in your life. Yeah. Just like I had mentioned, um, the people that you know are going to be there for you will be there for you and they'll prioritize you just like you prioritize them. So I've just had to, I think as I've been exploring new relationships in my life, I've just had to kind of get over that fear um, and realize that I can simultaneously deepen the relationships and maintain the relationships I currently have while still branching out to new people. I totally feel that. Um, like you said, especially after coming to college, it's kind of realizing that fine line between knowing that you can maintain those friendships and relationships that you had back in, say, like high school or middle Mm -hmm. school, and just the occasional text, like, of course, we're all going to be busy with our own lives. But that doesn't mean that like that friendship isn't still there. I mean, yes, it's going to change and modify over time. And also, it is important to reach out if you want to keep that relationship to some extent, um, just knowing and keeping in mind that it's not going to be exactly the same and also not letting that stop you from seeking out new people, um, new friends that you could find, especially on campus, because there's so like, you can learn so many things by just being on a campus full of new people and everything, you know, regardless if it's, if it's a big campus, small campus, but yeah, that's definitely Mm -hmm. something to keep in mind as you're transitioning from like high school to college. Um, for sure. And, you know, even in high school, thinking back to high school, being a student can be so overwhelming and stressful with activities and extracurriculars. So um, for you, Sarah, like, what did your interactions and relationships look like back then in high school, or even back to to middle school? I think in those moments, um, in some ways, it was a lot easier for me to maintain relationships or know that I had those kind of relationships in my life, just because of a, it's like a proximity thing, the people that you yeah. see every day in high school, the people that are involved in like the clubs and the programs you're in, um, that kind of helped me 
maintain relationships because we were all doing the same thing and we were all in the same place. But I think a lot of the times what I noticed in high school, especially is when I had these different, I, I had these, I had these different groups in high schools, like how I kind of think about it, where I was in my school's robotics program. So I had a group that I hung out with there. I kind of had a group that I was always out with during lunch, or it's like, it was like my, my main friend group. I would probably define it as, um, and I know when robotics season picked up a lot, I had to put a lot of attention into that program so that all the work I was doing was effective and efficient. But in doing that, I was spending a lot of time with the people in that program, which was really great because all of those people there were really kind and they were my friends. But that really um, that really pulled me away from my friend group that I was out with during the school day and at lunch because all of that time that we'd spent together, I had to I had to kind of pull out of that so that I could. Um, put more time into robotics. And I think that's a little bit difficult and something that a lot of people probably commonly experience when you're in a sport, especially. I know in high school, a lot of my friends that were in sports, it was like every day after school, you were doing something for the next hour or two at a practice or at a game. And it's a lot of time commitment and it can be hard to juggle those kind of situations. It's definitely, definitely still possible, but admittedly that's something that I definitely struggled with because I really did put work at a priority when I was younger. Um, I've definitely grown from them, which has been really great because I love just not being able to, or I love being able to focus on something else that isn't academic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just kind of my experience with the friendships that I've had in high school. Um, but yeah, what about you? Um, in high school, I would say uh, I also had several different groups that I would kind of circulate um around and I was okay with that because it was just like all my friend groups like I had various things in common with each of them things that like I could specifically go to them for or that we could talk about um like I had a group of friends that I would sit at the lunch table or just you know the people that you see every day sitting next to you in class um and I was also in marching band so I would say my friend group from that was um we were really close because we had games and everything and we'd spend a lot of time like on the bus, driving to places. So yeah, um, it was really tied to like all the activities that I was in for sure. Yeah. So with all of those relationships that you've had in high school, um, and I know we both talked about how a lot of them were connected to things that we did in high school. How has that changed now that we're kind of in a different space? So for us, it's college, but for other people, it may look like moving to a different school, going to a different city, being a part of a different program, or even leaving a program. So for you, what does that look like as a college student? I think that's something that, especially when I first came to college, it took me there was some like buffer time that I needed to figure out exactly um, like who I wanted to spend my time with, if that makes sense, because there's so many different organizations on campus. There's so many things to get involved in. And it's like, you can't possibly commit to everything because that would be really overwhelming, but also just like still having that mindset that this is also like for fun as well of, of course there are activities and organizations that you want to get involved with they might be tied to what you want to do in the future but at the same time keeping in mind that like you're also doing this to meet new people and like maybe find a new finding a new friend group so I would say it took me a bit of like testing out which organizations were like a good fit for me and being okay with the fact that like I might 
grab dinner with someone uh, or like a group of people um, a couple of times, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to like click right away or that you'll be friends right away, if that makes sense. So, I mean, just like being open to opportunities and like saying yes to people, but not forcing anything at the same time. And just like, I can say now I'm in my second year and I've found like a group of people that I have a lot of fun with on campus. And that Mm -hmm. I would say like, they're pretty good um, friendships and relationships that I have. What about you? That definitely makes sense. I, I kind of have the same advice to dish out, just try out different organizations and programs and clubs that interest you because you can definitely find people to connect with through there. Um, And a lot of the times people that share similar interests with you, you can really hit it off, which is super great. Um, But I definitely especially agree with the part where you kind of just have to it's kind of like a trial and error with friendships, Mm -hmm. even though that sounds a little bad, but it's true sometimes you just gotta go for it and sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't and we're all at that stage uh regardless of where you are in life actually um I think we're all very capable of determining who's right for us in our lives yeah um and there's active ways that we can determine who is right for us you can think about are do these people support and believe in the same things that I believe in are they living the same lifestyle that I would want to surround myself with? Uh, but yeah, there's basically different ways to gauge who will be a good friend and a good person to be with in your life. So those are just some things to keep in mind as you're looking into different friendships and developing new relationships. You know, so we talked a lot about kind of getting into new relationships and also reflecting on our past ones. But going back to reflecting on those past ones, Shreda, how do you think you have supported people in your life in the past? Most of the times I've noticed that I lean towards verbal support, if that makes sense. Like, um, I really enjoy getting into deep, meaningful conversations with people. And um, I, I feel like that I feel like I can learn a lot about both myself and the other person through that process. H- how do you support the people in your life, Sarah? Yeah, I definitely think verbal support is the direction that I tend to go into as well. I really like being the shoulder to lean on when somebody um, really is going through a tough situation and kind of giving them my advice and helping them out in any way that I can. I think another thing that I often do with a lot of those kind of people is I offer my uh, social support, if that kind of makes sense, if they ever have something going on. Um, I always try to make sure to be attentive and attend to those types of situations, whether it's something super fun, like a sports competition that they need me to be at. Yeah. That's something that I like to do just to show that I'm there for them and I'm rooting for them. And even if it's something a little bit more serious, like walking a friend to a class on the way to her exam, like that's just, those are just some little things that I think are super beneficial in helping support people in my life. And also something that I recommend you all to do as well, because those little actions and also the words that you say to other people can be really, can be a really good boost um, when your friends or your peers are looking for somebody to lean on. So, and just wrapping up this discussion, let's talk about some ways that we can work on being more understanding of the people around you. So Shredda, what do you think that you can do to kind of make your understanding and awareness more obvious for the people who are surrounded by you? I think one of the key things to do uh, to, to make sure that you're 
trying to actively work on being more understanding of people um, in your relationships and your friendships and your family um, is to show them that you're actively listening to what they say. Because um, doing that, not only can you better understand what someone else is going through, but also they can get the sense that you're really there to support them and you're um, in, in putting uh, everything that you have in the into the relationship. In addition to uh, active listening, what other uh, ways what other ways do you think that people can work on being more understanding? This also kind of ties into active listening, but just generally reaching out to people. I think a lot of the times people get stuck in their own head when they're super stressed or super busy, or they just have a lot going on. And I know that happens with me a lot, um, but just making sure that regardless of whether something big or serious is going on, you always check in with the people around you, see how they're doing, just do a little quick good old quick mental health check just to make sure things are all okay. Um, Because I know those types of check-ins that I get from my friends and my work peers are always super beneficial just because it helps me kind of get out of my head and realize that I have other people that can be there for me. So I recommend that you do that for other people. Yeah. So thank you all so much for listening to today's Wellness Wednesday podcast, the special SEL day wellness Wednesday podcast. Today, we talked a lot about relationships and the people in our lives and what we can do to be more supportive of those people, what we can prioritize in those relationships and what it means to maintain the ones we currently have and create brand new ones. I hope you all enjoyed today's episode and we hope to see you soon. If you guys want to see more from us, please check out our Instagram at VivencityINC or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Vivencity. You can learn more about us on our website, www.vivencity.com. And we hope to see you guys here again soon. Thank you so much and have a great day.